taking you on a journey for the pursuit of PPC. Welcome to PPC Rockstars. Get ready to rumble through the latest PPC news and views from around the blogosphere. Learn from our hosts and the PPC pros that will take you to the promised land of PPC profit. We're cashing in the clicks with the PPC Rockstars. Here's your host, David Zatella. Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome to the special Christmas edition of PPC Rockstars. I'm your host, David Satella, and I've got a great guest with me. But uh, before we get into that, um, I found out some great news this week, and I wanted to share it with you. And that is that um, PPC Rockstars, after just uh, 26 or 27 weeks on the air, is one of uh, Webmaster Radio's top programs, which just blew me away. I mean, we, we had hoped for a good uh, audience, but uh, this exceeded expectations of just about everybody. So at, at the risk of sounding like an Oscar acceptance speech, I really want to pay credit to a couple of people. One is my friend Jim Hedger, who really paved the way for me to, to get this gig. And uh, then it's uh, all the guys at Webmaster Radio, Darren, Brandy, especially George, producer extraordinaire, and Eddie. And especially thank you. Uh, I, I'm just... I'm just uh, blown away by the fact that there are literally thousands of you listening out there, and I really appreciate it. It's given us uh, the incentive to, to get better and better, and we welcome your input on that. So, thanks. And uh, I want to thank my guest, uh, Adam Goldberg, who's the co-founder and chief innovation officer of Clear Sailing. Um, Adam's an ex-Google guy, used to lead a sales team in New York City, and uh we're going to talk about an issue in the PPC advertising uh, field that is uh, relatively little known, that is a huge flaw in, uh, that causes problems in bid management, and um, talk about some of the solutions for that. So first, uh, welcome, Adam. Thank you, David. Thanks for having me. Uh, Adam, you and I met uh, probably six months ago, maybe more like a year, at one of the SES shows where you were speaking and I was speaking. And uh, we, we bonded right away because uh, we've, uh, my company's been aware of this issue for a long time and, and searching for solutions, and uh, you, you just uh, nailed it with your technology. So first, um, could you give us a, a short description of your company and what you, what you guys have to offer? Yeah, sure. Uh, so ClearSailing, we're an advertising analytics uh, technology company. Essentially, we've developed tools and technologies that answer questions that I couldn't answer uh, during my time at Google. Uh, for example, um, how profitable is a particular form of online advertising? And when I say profit, I mean the true profit contribution. What did I sell? What were my costs of those goods? What was the cost of the advertising that it took to make that sale occur so that I could truly calculate a profit figure? Second, we were able to extend that to companies that don't sell online. So think of your lead gen firms, a mortgage company that uses their website to generate leads, um, but the sale happens over offline over a period of weeks or months, maybe longer. Uh, Clear Sailing integrates with back offices to follow that lead through the sales process so that when a sale does occur, we can tie that back to the ads that are responsible for that lead generation. We also develop tools to track phone calls because a lot of retailers and a lot of lead gen companies end up getting people to their site that call and the advertising loses the ability to take credit for prompting that call to ring. And then what we're really focused in and what the emphasis of what we're going to discuss today is the whole topic of attribution management. The knowledge that marketers have of knowing that, hey, 
it generally takes more than one ad to make somebody react or to convert. But without the right tools and tracking in place, today we're only able to see the very last ad that was touched, and we're giving all this credit for a conversion to the last ad and ignoring the fact that there were other ad vehicles that were used that helped to generate that customer. So attribution management is about, one, tracking all those activities, and then secondly, taking the profit and the revenue and the conversion credit and dividing that across those ads in some systematic manner to give a true story of how your ads are working so you make much better decisions, make the right bids, and buy the right forms of media for your business. Okay, so let me let me put uh, a, a sharper point on this for pay-per-click advertisers. Um, basically, what I'm about to s- describe happens every day in everyone's pay-per-click campaign. And that is, uh, the, the example I like to give is, is Zappos, the, the shoe retailer. So a uh, visitor does a search on a broad search term like red sneakers when they're in the research phase of a possible transaction. They see the Zappos ad, they click on it, they go to the Zappos site. They're not quite ready to buy yet or they get distracted and they go away. Um, but they remember that they saw a pair of Nike sneakers that they liked. So the next time, they, uh, next day, let's say, they do a search on red Nike sneakers. They see the Zappos ad, click on the ad and go to the site. For, for whatever reason, decide not to to conduct the transaction then. Come back the next day, do a search on the name Zappos because they finally remembered the name of the site, go to the site and buy the sneakers. Uh, Google's conversion tracking, Google Analytics, every analytics package out there and every bid management package out there, except a few new ones, uh, attribute the value of the conversion to the most recent visit. So what that causes humans to do as well as automated bid management software to do is overvalue the most recent visit and totally undervalue or disregard the value of the first visit, which leads people and bid management software to bid too low on the, on the initial broad terms and possibly too high on the later terms. Did, did I summarize that okay, Adam? Yeah, you summarized that uh, perfectly. And in fact, the example that you gave is what we would say is one of the most common purchase paths that exists. That is where the final ad clicked um, is a company's branded term, uh, either the correct spelling of their name, a misspelling of their name, a typo of their name, or their company name plus something else, Zappos, Red Shoes. And very often the way that people try to close deals or try to navigate back to a site that they want to buy from is to go to a search engine, type in the company's name, and then click on a sponsored link. Hitwise, in fact, one of the most recent papers said that this is a very, very common phenomenon, and it's only proliferating with the additional adoption of toolbars on people's computers, because with the toolbar, you always have a search box right in your your face. You're very easily then able just to type in Zappos versus www.dodge or bookmarking the site. So therefore, branded searches for no matter what company we've ever worked with, a very well-known brand like a Zappos, um, or an obscure brand tends to end up finding that their branded terms are the most valuable, but the truth is they're not as valuable as they think because they're giving credit to them because they get to get in that last position, and they're ignoring, as you said, the red shoes and the red Nike shoes that follow that. And I'm sure the listeners out there and agencies have heard this uh, hundreds of times from either their bosses or their clients, stop bidding on those broad terms because they don't convert. And, uh, in fact, they should uh, deserve some of the credit for a conversion, and that's where attribution management comes in. So, Adam, um, uh, 
everything that I've seen uh, that deals with this issue, measures it, or tries to compensate for it, uh, comes from a third party that uh, charges you know a reasonable price for the value, but uh, maybe out of reach of some of the some of the advertisers and listeners. So, is there is there anything that an advertiser can do with tools that they have available for them to either detect that this phenomenon is going on or compensate it in their bid management philosophy or strategy? Yeah, there certainly are a few things that you could do in lieu of investing in you know some third-party tools which might not be within everyone's budget. But to, to really do it well, that kind of investment is going to need to be made. But here's what I would do day one versus saying, okay, I'm advertising online, I spend this money, and I, too, must have some attribution management going on. Um, therefore, maybe I should invest in one of these technologies. Before you make that leap, what I would first start to do is just use your web analytics. And with Google Analytics, you can determine, you know, the average number of visits a person makes before converting. Now, if you find that the average person from your site takes three, four, five, six, seven visits to your site before they convert, then you for sure know that there is multiple visits happening and therefore probably multiple ads being used. And therefore, if you're giving credit to that last ad, you know that you're erroneous. Uh, I spoke to uh, a very big company that said, yeah, we know that we have four visits to our site before conversion, but we give all the credit to the last visit. So therefore, there's three visits um, that are happening that are currently getting no credit and no value being given to them. So the first thing is to establish what, how many visits does it take people to buy from your site, and if that number is significant, if it's certainly greater than one or two or three, now you know that there is some attribution occurring. The couple other things then that you can do. You could try to run some A and B tests. These won't be perfect, you know, according to a scientist, but um, you could run a general campaign of general terms like running shoes and red shoes and high-heeled shoes and things like that in the Zappos example. Um, and you could look at the performance uh, that you get on those keywords, but also look at what your branded terms get when those ads are running. Then go ahead and shut that campaign off. Don't run the general stuff. Obviously, those keywords you shut off aren't going to get credit. But take a look at what happens to your branded terms. Did the number of conversions go down? And if they did go down, you know, a significant amount, um, you know, a statistically sound amount, you can then probably derive from that that, wait a second, I might have just benched my point card. And, and this is an analogy I use all the time. And I say if you were a basketball coach and at halftime you made a decision on who gets to play in the second half solely on the basis of points scored, you might end up benching your point guard. Then the second half gets played, and your center had the same shooting percentage they did in the first half, but just didn't score as many points. And you scratch your head and you wonder why. Well, the answer is a good coach should not just look at points scored. They should also look at the ability to assist. Um, and therefore, you wouldn't have benched that point guard and the real value in that point guard or some of your keywords that it helps other keywords to close. That's, that's a great analogy and a, and a great tip. Hey, uh, Adam, we've got to cut away for a, uh, a message from our very valuable sponsors. I'm talking about the ones that keep George in cognac. So we've got to uh, listen to that and come right back. So listeners, stay with us. PPC Rockstars. We'll be back after we click through our sponsors. 
Friend Finder. Friend Finder. The world's largest online dating network featuring over 100 million profiles at hot sites such as Passion.com and FastCupid.com represents enormous profit-making opportunities for webmasters just like you. With Friend Finder's ability to geo-target and provide billing solutions in most languages and currencies, you are sure to find our comprehensive network to be a good friend to your wallet. Get more traffic-maximizing details now at FriendFinder.com. Okay, so you're telling me that if I put the Go Currency Converter on my site, all my international customers can see how much they're paying in their own currency? Yeah, GoCurrency.com has free currency converters, language translations, international clocks, everything you need to do international business. So how does it work? Conversion elves. Conversion elves? Yeah, watch. Want to know what this will cost in euros? Check this out. Listen up, elves. We got one. $34 US. I need that in euros. Now, people. We got it. Put it up there, elves. Wow. Currency elves. Who knew? GoCurrency.com. Free currency converters, language translations, and more. GoCurrency.com. Hey, have you got the number for Jerry's Pizza? Look it up on LocalPages.com. LocalPages.com. Well, what if I wanted a business number in Miami? LocalPages.com. Can people find your business online? Be seen with LocalPages.com on every local listing in all the major search engines like Google, Yahoo, MSN, and Ask. With over 6 billion quality searches a month and bids starting as low as one cent, get connected with local consumers at the exact moment that they're looking for you. San Francisco, Green Bay, London. I told you. LocalPages.com. List your business on LocalPages.com now and get $100 in free local advertising. LocalPages.com, bringing your neighborhood to you. Wizards, rainmakers, rock stars, gorillas, and gurus. WebmasterRadio.fm. Come visit our magical Webmaster Wonderland. We got a mouse, too. WebmasterRadio.fm. We're everywhere. The pursuit of PPC continues. Welcome back to PPC Rockstars. Here's your host, David Zatella. And we're back with Adam Goldberg of Clear Sailing. And Adam uh, just gave us a great tip on detecting whether there's an attribution problem going on, and that's uh, turn off some of your your broad campaigns and see whether the conversions from your uh, brand name campaigns uh, drop as a result. Um, Adam, we do we do a similar thing with uh, content campaigns. I mean, content campaigns are, are notorious for conver- converting poorly, but we know intuitively that they drive traffic that eventually converts through subsequent visits. So I would give the listeners the same advice. If you want to try to establish the value of your content campaigns, shut them off and see what effect they have on your brand campaigns. Does that sound, make sense to you, Adam? Yeah, you're, you're absolutely right there. I always feel bad you know, for the banner salespeople out there because <laughs> – you know, everyone wants to judge the banner the same way you do search. How many clicks did I get? How many conversions? Well, that's not what the idea of banners really is. That's a great introduction vehicle to bring awareness to someone that, A, you have a problem, or, B, I'm a company that has this product to help you to fix it. And, uh, therefore, if you're currently stuck with last attribution as your only way of measurement, your banners are never going to look very good, and, and, therefore, you might end up killing them. So the one way to tell before you make that decision to do just what you said there, David, run an A-B test, run the banners on or the content network on, turn it off, and see what happens. And I particularly, again, pay attention to your branded aggregate because they tend to be the catch-all at the end. So when the banner ads or content network came down, then my overall branded terms drop as well. And therefore, you might be able to say, wait, that's probably a correlation there between the two. Right. So, Adam, um, 
Yahoo rolled out, um, I'm thinking over a year ago, it was shortly after the Panama launch, uh, they rolled out a statistic that can be reported on within Yahoo Search Marketing, their pay-per-click vehicle, um, something called assist tracking. And um, I'm still a little bit hazy on exactly what information it conveys and what value that is. Can you help us with that? I can help to an extent. I, I'm going to say, uh, in fairness to Yahoo, I haven't read the latest and greatest on that, but I know when it came out, I certainly paid a lot of attention. So if there, uh, some of their tactics have changed, I apologize for getting them wrong here. But here's what I know about it. One thing I know is that they're willing to give up to 40 assists per conversion. We uh, at Clear Sailing, when we uh, actually studied, you know, we continuously do purchase paths, rarely do we find that there are more than eight ads involved in a conversion. Um, in fact, less than 1% of the time do we see that across all of our clients. So extending out to 40 is, is quite a large number. In addition, you know, Yahoo might be going out way deep in time. You know, for most companies, you want to look at a window of time to give credit to. So what I mean by that is you might know that the average customer that buys from your site um, from the time they first visit to the time that they convert takes 15 days. And you know that in that 15-day window, you know, 90% of your sales come in the door. Now, if Yahoo's willing to give credit out, you know, 30 days, 45 days, 100 days, um, and beyond, you're now really crediting too many ads for that purchase. You know, you don't really want to attribute, hey, someone saw an ad or clicked it a year ago. Today, clicked on another one and made a buy and start giving an assist to the guy from a year. So you really want to understand from Yahoo how far back in time they're going and how many ads are they willing to give that assist to because there's also the fear that everyone has with search engines and any ad line, online ad source. Are they doing self-serving stuff? Obviously, there's value to Yahoo to show that a lot of keywords that don't convert have a lot of assists, but is that good for you? But I think with that assist, it is a step in the right direction. It will start to show you that some keywords happen earlier on in that buying cycle and rarely at the end. And if there's some that have a whole lot of assist tied to them, not just one or two, but, you know, relatively speaking, they're 10, 20, or 30 times um, what lots of your keywords are, that's a key keyword for you to keep. That's one of your point cards, and you can trust it and, and should go ahead and invest in it. Uh, another challenge, though, with the Yahoo system is it works on tracking attribution if your buyer's solely used Yahoo for all their advertising clicks. Uh, they went to Yahoo, they did a search one, two, and three times. But we found, and it surprised me to see it, but people do use Yahoo, then Google, then MSN, and then back to one. So the moment that they use an, an ad vehicle that's not Yahoo, you've lost the tracking. That's a really good point, and, and it's an important one, too. Um, just full disclosure, my company's been testing clear sailing, and the, uh, the data that's reported is very often surprising and frequently counterintuitive. Uh, and one of the things we noticed was just how many times people might search and return to the same site before they convert and how many different media they might come through. So, they, you know, the, the mix that you just described, Adam, could have been interspersed with natural searches through uh, one engine and then an ad from another engine. You know, it's, 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 it's seemingly random behavior, but, hey, if that's what they're doing, we need to know about it, right? Yep, that's the way it works. Well, let's let, let's jump into uh, clear sailing because I want to give you a chance to explain, uh, especially the value to pay-per-click advertisers, uh, whether there are other events in the chain or they just want to focus on pay-per-click advertising. 
Okay. Um, so the way that, you know, we, we see the world is that, one, we want to be able to show people very clearly the chronological uh, sequence of events uh, that led to a conversion. And I chose that word very carefully, sequence of events, because our system, though PPC is the, the dominant ad source out there and certainly with all of our clients where the bulk of their money goes, there's still many other ways that traffic gets driven to a site. There's your organic traffic. There's your direct traffic. By that, I mean the use of the address bar or uh, a bookmark, um, your affiliate marketing, your email programs, your comparison shopping engines, um, et cetera, et cetera, and even some offline stuff that you might be doing. So our first goal is to show people uh, that exact story. What did this advertiser engage with? And in some cases, it's not necessarily that they clicked on something. If they're uh, exposed to banners, our system has the ability to report which banner flashed in front of that consumer's eyeballs because, as we already said, banners don't always get clicked, but it doesn't mean that they don't have an impact. So, therefore, we lay out very clearly that sequence of events. Um, the second you know, thing that we, we do is we help the client understand what that window should be for their business. You know, I gave an example before of a 15-day window of time to look at. But you can solve that, um, at just as we do for our clients over time. What is the time from the very first visit to your site? Um, how long did it take that person to convert? And then what period of time did 80 or 90% of the orders take to get converted? And that's the window that we'll then establish for a client. So now any um, traffic sequence that got them to your site or any banner that flashed in front of the eyeballs within that window is now part of the team of ads of which we're going to form attribution on. Are you with me so far? Yes. Okay. Now, um, our tool gives our clients you know, a couple of abilities uh, on how they then want to do the attribution. And, and I want to be very clear, attribution is not something that's solvable in the sense that we take 2 plus 2 and equals 4, we all agree there's nothing left to do. This is a problem that will always be with us. There will always be ways of getting better. And I always emphasize to our clients or anyone getting involved that it's about making it better. It's not about being perfect. And what does better mean? Better means one thing to clear sailing. I think it means one thing to anyone that advertises online. Make me more profit. So through better attribution and better insight into the ads that are actually helping to achieve the customer, even if they're not the closing ad, and accounting revenue and credit to those, you are going to see that certain ads that you thought before were not working now are. And other ads that you thought were your absolute best might not be as strong as you thought they were. So therefore, your bid prices are going to be very, very effective. Now, one nice advantage that companies are going to have for the next few years that get involved in attribution is that your competition is probably not doing it. Um, there's still probably 95% of the companies out there doing attribution in no way, shape, or form. So the sooner you get on the, the bandwagon of doing it, you will start to recognize that, wait a second, that keyword running shoes that I could never justify because it never closes and I'm sure my competition couldn't either, you now have the insight to see that the use of the word running shoes leads them down to Nike shoes, leads them to Zappos, it leads to a sale. You're now able to invest in a word that doesn't have as many people bidding on it, you're able to make an appropriate bid price and, therefore, stand to capitalize, A, because there's not as much competition on it, and, B, because you're using that point guard concept and making sure that they stay in your game. So clear sailing, um, we take that true profit that's earned that we calculate for all of our clients. The first thing that we will do is just divide it equally over all the ads, and we know just doing that 
greatly increases our clients' profits. It greatly increases the story and the accuracy of the story we're able to tell about their ads. Then we work with them to refine it and say, okay, is there some other mechanisms that we could trigger? One example that we have in our tool is what we call an exclusion. So even though there's ads that are in the window that were impactful, uh, that were clicked on or were seen, we might choose to not give credit to one of those. The example I gave earlier was the most common purchase path is a branded term happening at the end of a path. We and our clients all buy into the concept of not giving credit to a branded term at the end of a path. Instead, we take the profit and the revenue that was earned on that sale, and we give it to all the ads that preceded it within that proper window. Now, the reality is companies aren't going to stop advertising their branded terms, and there's still plenty of one-search closes that do occur where they just type your company name and convert. So those branded terms will probably still be profitable, but we're not going to overinflate their value by giving them credit when they just are used to navigate back to your website. We should be giving credit to the ads that actually are doing the selling. And that's what clear sailing is all about, uh, tracking all your ad sources, showing you the correct story, helping you to bid properly by valuing keywords no matter where they're at in the chain. And through that, we increase our clients' profits quite significantly. You know, I, I, I love shows like this because I can just almost hear light bulbs going off in the heads of some listeners, and so I want to trigger a few more. Uh, what Adam's talking about is really um, the future of all advertising, where, and, and especially if you're a traditional advertising agency member or especially owner, uh, you should pay attention uh, or, or ignore at your peril. Basically, in the not-too-distant future, and, and Adam's completely right, the early adopters are going to be the ones that benefit most. Not-too-distant future, all advertising will be measurable, and uh, the entire path will be measurable such that uh, a, a conversion that starts with a view of a television advertisement or a, a listen to a radio advertisement that uh, – that results in response to an email campaign that leads to a search that leads to an eventual conversion. All those actions in the chain will be measurable and proper value will be attributable to whatever was spent on each of those actions such that advertising is truly uh, measured and managed by ROI. What do you think of that, Adam? I think you're, you're 100% correct. Um, you know, there will be some more technologies need to be created to bring the, the radio and the TV into attribution, but there are some models today that one could use to even do that, which I'll touch on in a second. You know, we all know what Google's doing with the radio ads and, and things like that, so the, they are working to make those trackable. Google knows that ads that sell are ads that are trackable. Um, with the TV, who knows what it's going to be. There's going to have to be something on the set-top box or cable box that, you know, knows about your household, or maybe you opt in and you, you're willing to tell about yourself so that the commercials that show in your household are more relevant. Um, you might be able to interact with that commercial right online, right through your TV, which is trackable. Um, but in lieu of not having those technologies today, some of the things that clients of ours that have TV are doing, you know, um, is, is basically just saying, okay, I know where my TV commercial aired. I know it occurred in the zip code. And I know the reach of the program in which the TV commercial aired um, reaches, say, 10% of the market. So, therefore, for every uh, 10 sales that I get in that particular market, I'm going to take one of those sales and assume that they saw a TV commercial in that attribution. And, therefore, I will assume that the TV commercial started it, they then did a search, they then did something else, and whatever the revenue was, I will back into giving some credit to the TV. 
Again, that's not the perfect type of tracking that can occur online. Those are some ways that people are starting to address that today. But the technology will be there uh, before we know it, and all this will be integrated, and you'll have one nice dashboard that shows you exactly which investments are worth your dollars and which ones are not. And all the PPC people that are listening will see their annual salaries just shoot right up because there's going to be a huge demand for advertisers that know how to manage to ROI rather than just impressions. Hey, Adam, we've got to cut away for another important message from our sponsors. Uh, Listeners, please stay with us. We'll be back with Adam Goldberg. PPC Rockstars. We'll be back after we click through our sponsors. Are your domains locked to the max? If not, your online brand presence and your entire online business could be at risk from Internet thieves. Imagine the damage that you and your company would suffer if control of your domain was lost. Protect all of your valuable domains with MaxLock. From Moniker, your domain asset management specialist. With MaxLock, even if your email accounts are hacked and your passwords are stolen, your domains are protected in your Moniker account. Transfer your domains to Moniker today, powered by MaxLock, delivering maximum protection for your domains. Find out more at Moniker.com slash MaxLock. Susan, you're still responsible for digital marketing programs, right? Right. So your team is responsible for email marketing, web analytics, PPC campaign optimization, and scheduling? Your point? Why are you so relaxed? My team deals with five different solutions, tech support teams, and just as many invoices, and it's making us mental. What is it? Aromatherapy? Acupuncture? Why are you so relaxed? You just have to simplify your tool set and unify your team. Lyris provides totally integrated email marketing, web analytics, PPC campaign management, and calendaring functionality. It's all in one spot that provides a holistic view of all your team's efforts. And you get all of this functionality for $299 a month. So with Lyris, one company can do it all. I feel like I can cancel that acupuncture appointment already. To see how Lyris can simplify your life, visit Lyris.com or call 1-888-GO-LYRIS. Simplify, unify, and increase ROI with Lyris today. Have a good weekend, Andy. See you, Andy. Hey, Jan, why are all the coders leaving so early? Doesn't your department have a deadline of, like, midnight or something? Me and my staff are here all night. I saved money on my staffing budget by outsourcing a lot of work to offshoring.com. I told them I needed a coder, and they sent me profiles fast. My staff just filled in the little details, and now we're having margarita night. Offshoring.com. Fast, inexpensive, excellent, and on time. Offshoring.com. Welcome to the Webmaster Institute for Financial Advancement, webmasterradio.fm. It's like radio with a Ph.D. Webmasterradio.fm. We're everywhere. The pursuit of PPC continues. Welcome back to PPC Rockstars. Here's your host, David Zatella. And we're back with Adam Goldberg from Clear Sailing. Uh, Adam, we're, we're, we've got a sprint to the close here, so I'm going to ask you a few uh, uh, important questions uh, about your business. Uh, first of all, how can people contact you if they want to uh, learn more about your products and services? Sure. Uh, very easy. You know, um, come to our website, um, uh, clearsailing.com, or email us at info at clearsailing.com. Um, I, I generally get all those emails. I'll be happy to talk with anyone directly. And let me spell the company name since we spell it uh, uh, somewhat point. differently. It's clear, C-L-E-A-R-S-A-L-E, 
ing.com, all one word, clearsailing.com. Super. And uh, I, I forgot to mention at the beginning that uh, we've got links to your website and other resources on the PPC Rockstars page, which is on the Clicks Marketing blog, which is clixmarketing.com slash blog. And then finally, Adam, uh, where will I see you next? What, what show will you be speaking at next? Um, right now, I know for certain that I'll be at the SES show in New York City, which takes place in, in March. Uh, I think I'll also be doing a training for SES that they were going to have in, in February somewhere in California, but said that that might be moved to March, so I'm waiting uh, for some details. Um, hopefully, I'll be able to make it out to the SMX West show, which I think is in Santa Clara. I will potentially be at the Online Marketing Summit in San Diego, I think sometime in January. Well, good. So I'll see, I'll see you in Santa Clara and New York, and uh, thanks very much for joining us today. Well, thank you very much for having me. And thank you, listeners. Uh, like I said at the beginning of the show, I'm, I'm blown away by the number of you and, and the attentiveness, and we all really appreciate it. Join us next week. I've got a real industry heavyweight lineup. It'll be a PPC Rockstars Classic. Looking forward to seeing you there. 